This is Save This Sermon number 35. The title of it is Your Story on Mother's Day. This is meant to be a sermon given on Mother's Day, and what it tells is the story of one specific person's journey. It can be adapted to uh, anyone uh, if you know a few things. Um, it's a tribute to mothers, what they go through, and, and the magic of God in creating you. Mary was born in 1955. You can modify it for anyone if you know two dates, the woman's birthday and her mother's birthday. Um, I'll let you know how to do this at the end. Okay, you probably think that your journey is a physical form. We all know you had a journey before that. But as a physical form, you got your start on November 17th of 1955. Okay, kick it back nine months so that you've been around in some form since mid-February of 55. Let's say Valentine's Day. Actually, about 90 days before that, you began the active part of your physical journey when you awoke one day along with about 35 other tiny little egglets and started a wild journey to see if any of you would be the one in a thousand winner of the egg of the month egg race. Not to ruin the ending, but you won the race. Interestingly, the Chinese are very much in sync with this time frame as they consider a baby to be one year old on the day it is born. Nine months plus 90 days equals one year. Now for the rest of the story. You will now learn that you aren't just a year older than you think, but you are about 24 years older. On the bright side, you look fabulous for 88. The first inkling of you, of your physical being, came into existence in September of 1931, not November of 1955, during the first month of your mother's gestation. Eight months before your mother made her debut in May of 1932. All the eggs that a female will ever produce are present in her fetus within 30 days of her conception. I'm going to say that again. All of the eggs that a female will ever produce are present in her fetus within 30 days of her conception. Is that wild or what? Therefore, you were there in May of 1932. Now, there were a lot of potential competitors, a lot of eggs, about two million of them. Isn't that amazing? And you were one of them, a very, very, very tiny one, but you were here to stay. You proceeded to hibernate in your rather crowded quarters for about 23 years while your mom learned to walk to read, to write, and slowly grew into womanhood. You were there when she first laid eyes upon your father, and you were there when she walked up the aisle to be married. What happened to your two million companion egglets? Well, by the time you awakened, 80% of them were gone. Every day, 400 of them had awakened and started on a hopeless journey as your mother was not yet producing the hormones they required for survival. You waited as her hormones kicked into purity, puberty a few years later during World War II. The daily awakening 
slowed at that point down to about 30 eglets each day. But now each of those eglets had a real shot at becoming somebody. We'll skip through the next about 11 years since slack, slacker that you are, you were still sleeping. Where every month 1,000 eglets gave their best shot but came up short, died, and were discarded. Then somewhere around Thanksgiving of 1954, 90 days before Valentine's Day, you shook off your slumber and along with about 30 other eglets that day, left the primordial resting reservoir and began a remarkable 90-day journey. Congratulations, you are now what's known as an antral eglet that reaches to and is 100% dependent on your mother's hormones. That is all that they react to. They have no independent choices of their own. While you have been microscopically small all these years, you kind of have to be to fit millions of you into a fetus. You now start to grow. You become larger, almost a sixteenth of an inch, and form little fluid pockets inside yourself for later use. By early February of 1955, just a little before Valentine's Day, day 65 of the journey, the eglets, now called follicles, that's one of you, are highly sensitive and totally dependent for life on your mother's hormone production, especially one called FSH, which is follicle-stimulating hormone. Through a series of intricately timed releases of hormones triggered by an estrogen crash at the end of her previous menstrual cycle, FSH floods in. And guess what? It's your lucky day. Only the 30 eglets, now follicles, that were awakened on exactly your day and only on that day, almost three months ago, are in the perfect stage of development to fully take advantage of that flood of FSH because you are at the point of the maximum ability to absorb FSH. If you had woken a day earlier or a day later, you disappear, and we never meet you, our loss. The 30 members of your egglet group thrive as the other approximately 900 egglets who started the journey that month wither away. Among the remaining cohort of 30 follicles, a struggle ensues to see who will become the lead follicle that ovulates on day 14 of the new menstrual cycle. One of these 30 remaining follicles, you as it turns out, is by a fluke of your genetics, better at absorbing FSH in the first few days and gains a lead which it never gives up. You are simply better at pulling in more FSH with less effort from the same stimuli. The other 30 fade away like the others before them. You continue to fatten up, and on day 13 of your mom's menstrual cycle, at the peak of estrogen production, a signal kicks in that prepares the one and only remaining follicle, also known as Mary, for ovulation and slides you down the fallopian tubes for fertilization. The magic sauce <clears throat> is contributed by your father. They are mere pups, these sperm being less than two weeks old compared to your much more mature 24 years. It does its magic and you begin your long, wild journey to today. It's likely occurs to you when you look at your children 
they, in their most basic form, were with you as you floated in the womb in 1954 or 55, and as you developed into a person with 10 fingers and 10 toes. They were there when you endured the earthquake rumblings that pushed you from a solar world of warmth and darkness into a bright wor world full of lights, loud noises, and lots of very, very, very large human beings. They were there waiting when you lay in your crib wondering about that mobile that your mother had made from Marlboro Red Packs above your crib. They were there when you babbled and giggled and threw blocks at your mom and dad from your playpen. They were there for your first step, for your first wobbly bicycle ride down 100th Street, for your ballet recitals, for your first oh-so-cool 45 record, for your first broken heart, for those first nervous days at Macaulay and St. Kate's and Durham Hall. The kids would patiently wait through many Mr. Wrongs on your way to Mr. Right. In time, they would awaken. They too would win their races and finally meet the wonderful person who had held them gently for 28 years or more and who would always gently hold them in her heart. Happy Mother's Day. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs>